Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. If your go-to card is a debit card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And there are no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. He just jumped the fucking fence. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say that was too dramatic. Chris delivered this line very calmly. He was like, yeah, he just jumped the fucking fence. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about The Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. Listeners, viewers, Bachelor fans, we really have a genuine first this week. Yes, the first time that a, quote, dramatic moment teased for eight episodes was actually even more dramatic than the show made it seem. I mean, my God. I mean, it was everything we dreamed of and more. It was definitely so much more than what I thought it was going to be, which was going to be like Colton heard there was like a pickup football game happening down the street. (laughs) I'm still reeling. Yeah, I I am so excited to talk about this episode, even though parts of it were incredibly heart-wrenching. And here to analyze uh, all of this with us, you know, that we got to look at that fence jump from every possible angle. Uh, We have Bachelor alum and prolific recapper, Charlene Joy. Thanks, guys. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Thanks so much for coming. Uh, Always a pleasure. And... This is going to be a kind of uh, grueling episode to discuss in certain ways. A lot of emotion, a lot of uh, violent shaking. Yeah. Uh, it was at times hard to watch, but it did give a lot of fodder mm. for discussion. So yes. I'm excited. Let's start at the beginning. Chris and Colton, we cut back in on them. We pick back up essentially right where we left off. Right. And I had forgotten. We left off the night of the last row ceremony when uh, Cassie... And Hannah G and Tasha had gotten the the roses and Kaylin had gone home. And then Chris came and sort of pulled Colton away and left the women to speculate about what was going on. And it turns out that Chris was just sort of, you know, we're talking about fantasy suites again. Is it going <laughs> to yeah. be awkward this time? Yeah. And Colton was like, no, because now I know what sex is. And <laughs> yeah, I'm I learned not... that between Bachelor seasons. Uh, yeah. I just had a crash course. It's like I looked at some diagrams <laughs> and now I think I sort of know what happens. It like, didn't really feel like that was um, cliffhanger worthy. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. They're just warming up for the big cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, this. exactly. Yeah, I was sort of expecting it to be something more explosive. Also, yeah. can, we, can we talk about how there's been this like running motif of oh, Colton's so tired about being defined by his virginity but like 
he is really driving the virgin jokes now. He's leaning into it. <laughs> it's like when you're at work, you're just like, I wish people wouldn't keep pigeonholing me. I wish they would give me an opportunity to do this more challenging project. And then they give you the more challenging project and you're like, I don't know. I feel like I feel more comfortable back with the less challenging projects I was doing before. Like he's like, here's my chance to blossom. He's like, virgins, right? <laughs> like They're so weird. It's me. I'm a virgin. Um, oh, my God. The legs thing. I'm sorry. I'm jumping oh ahead, but you know what I'm talking about. Okay. So oh, yes. I, I can't. I okay. So. Uh, sorry. Chronological order. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. I, it is tough. Can't keep us on a very rigid schedule. Okay. So they're going to Portugal. Yes. yes. And I want to point out that in the meantime, Colton does tell Chris that he can't wait to make love with someone he's in love with who's in love with him. <laughs> And to him, that would be the ultimate ideal way of losing his virginity. We hear so many times in detail what Colton's ideal way mm. of losing his virginity would be. Yeah. And it made me very uncomfortable. It'll be, it'll be tender, was it? Tender and passionate. Yes. But yeah. also, don't worry, guys. He's done other stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> pretty much everything Like, else. all the other things. Yeah. yeah. No, listen, we all know the everything but, you know, approach to virginity. Like, we all went to Catholic I really school, thought right? we were, like, seconds away from Colton giving a rundown of, like, every sexual act <laughs> he had participated in. I think he... I was like, he, stop. I think stop. he almost did. Like, yeah. he was like, here's the thing. I've done... Not gonna list them. Really want to. Um, so they're going to Algarve. On the southern southern coast of Portugal. Yes. Um, and Colton also clearly did not know how to pronounce it because he just delivered that in the most monotone way. He's like, where the sea meets the mountains. <laughs> Portugal. I, I really just, they, they all seemed kind of to not know about Portugal. It's a really beautiful country. I was there last summer. It nice. was stunning. Highly recommend it as a vacation destination. Um, and this is Colton's first time in Europe, which is really exciting. Yes. And it also appears to be almost, if not all, of the women's first time in Europe. Yeah, I didn't get the impression it was Tasha's, or was it? Uh, Cassie explicitly says it's her first yes. time in Europe. Tasha, I wasn't I sure. I wasn't sure. I get. I feel like Tasha's been to Europe just because of who she is. She has the the poise of someone who's like, I've been here before. She's I know like, what know a date Europe. is. Like, <laughs> she's had financial independence a little bit longer to like take herself on trips. So maybe she went on a honeymoon. You know, right? A lot yes. of possibilities. Uh, so fantasy suites are happening suite in Portugal. Week. Yes. We heard a little bit from Hannah, who I just wanted to mention because she, Poor Hannah. she says everything on my list of Hannah and Colton's connection is a check. What's on that list, Hannah? I'm going to guess mostly it's making out. <laughs> That's the whole list. Showers. Is it weird that I don't even, out. like, feel it when I watch them make out? I know that sounds weird. But, like, you know, you watch them make out with Cassie and you're like, wow, they have amazing chemistry. Like, I still don't feel that way. I, yeah. I feel like Hannah and Colton have... Sexual chemistry, yeah, but clear. like but I like, feel like it's not even I feel like translating. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Connect to nothing. Yeah. Probably because to me, we're this far in, and Hannah is still like a blank slate to me. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like I feel no connection to her. I don't feel like I know her mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. It's very bizarre. Yeah, there's a scene where they show her sort of like walking down the street in like her red blouse and jeans. And I just had this moment where I was like, if this were like a CGI thing of a Barbie character mm. walking through a Portuguese square, it would look basically the same. Like she just doesn't project any like personality. Yeah. And they haven't done her any favors either. And like, she is so perfect looking yeah, yeah. that it almost works. 
It's a shame because I would. Yeah. It would be nice to be more invested in that. Right. And it's not like a knock on her no. like, as a person. It's just like a weird thing to watch where you're just like, where do I get a purchase in this person? <laughs> it's like to understand them. Um, but she is like one thing we do know about Hannah G is that she's like down to bone. Like she is really <laughs> excited for the fantasy suite. She, yes. She's very giggly about it. She's waiting for that day. Which Poor makes Hannah the G rest of the night so depressing. Just gets no screen time. Cut out of this episode Entirely, completely. Yeah. yeah. Which, considering it's final three, is insane. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I feel like she's got to be surprised watching this season back in general. Because she probably went through it thinking she's like a huge front runner. And yeah. it's like she really hasn't gotten that edit, even though she's made it really far. I think she probably, because she told her parents, like, he's given me the reassurance. Like, she basically told her parents that he had indicated to her that she was the one. And I think she was reading a lot more into things than she should have. Yeah. Because clearly he never really thought she was the one. Yeah. But she did seem very sure. And <sighs> and now this. So. <laughs> and now she doesn't even get the hot tub fantasy suite of her dreams. I mean... Who I mean, knows? does what she not? Next week. <laughs> we, it's hard to say. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait to speculate about this. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay, we'll get sorry. to that. So, first, first Tasha. Yes. Who, the only one or the one in this episode who gets like a normal fantasy suite date. Like this right. felt very, this is what we expect. They, like, I, it. it's crazy how unnotable it feels now yeah. given what yeah. came after. I was like, what did they do on this yeah, date? Yeah, no. I just remember that he, they sat down on what looked like very jagged rocks and like <laughs> drank wine and um, it was very standard. Dream it was a date. standard. Tasha keeps getting stuck with these like extra windy locations. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, the wind is like blowing her hair into her mouth and she's like, I'm so glad that we got to do this <laughs> specifically. This is what I wanted. Um, so he takes her to a uh, helipad and we have a very bright red, yellow, and blue helicopter. It's the helicopter date. Did anyone else note like how surprised Colton seemed when uh, Tasha was like, "It's my first time on a helicopter." Yeah, why would he be surprised? And I was just that? laughing that like Colton's like, "It's my first time in Europe," but like everyone's been on a helicopter, right? <laughs> <laughs> so true. I feel like because he's been on a helicopter that he's like, like four so times. Has, yeah. Probably. It is so weird how like literally like three or four episodes ago he was someone was like, "It's my first time in a helicopter," and he was like, "Me too." And now she's, she said that <laughs> yeah. he's just like mm. he's like. How have you not been on a helicopter in the past couple of weeks? Like, I assume everyone has. Um, They have an amazing conversation about the primary exports of Portugal, (laughs) which was so great. I felt like they had just been to different, like, learn about Portugal seminars. So he was like, I wonder what, other than figs, they export here. And she says, olive oil. And he's like, extra virgin, though. Colton. Colton. (laughs) Stop. Probably all kinds of olive oil. That's not really how olive oil works. <laughs> it's not like uh, extra virgin is only from Portugal. Um, so then they, they sit by this lighthouse on a cliff. <laughs> and they talk about her family. And she's like, thank you so much for picking me to go on this amazing date. And uh, they talk a lot about how he's a virgin. Mm. Uh, he toasts to sitting there with a beautiful woman that he's falling in love with. Wow, you take detailed notes. Yes, <laughs> I does. actually skipped a bunch of stuff. Um, I w- but I wanted to mention that because I feel like Tasha's reactions toward the latter half of the date started to feel weird to me. Like they felt very 
sort of uh, pleased instead of like excited. Mm. So he would be like, a beautiful woman I'm falling in love with. And she would kind of like smile a little bit. And, oh, with like, her mouth closed. Yeah, with her mouth closed. And be like, mm-hmm. and I was like, you you seem like glad, but not like. Yeah, I know. Thrilled. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. felt like over the course of the date, she was having the realization that like it's not her. Right. Oh, you think so? I, I just not that I disagree, but I thought it was interesting when he said to her, it, like you know, they recapped her hometown, and, and he was like, "It was very important to me that I had their permission for your hand in marriage." And I like to me, it's so insane that you would say that, and you're like, and you're right. probably not going to need it. It's like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is. He just wanted to have it in the yeah. back pocket, <laughs> just in case. I mean, it is insane. Well, I also started to feel like Colton was was like pulling out these canned lines that he had prepared yes. for the women that he wasn't going to choose. Yeah. Like the things he had talking points mm-hmm. almost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's I, a shame. <laughs> I just feel like Tasha's reaction felt very like professional. Like she was very poised and like She always is. Yeah. Always has like kind of the right reaction, but it doesn't feel too natural. Uh I felt more that way than I have in the past. And uh, this this is when she's like he's like f- moving around. He's like uncomfortable. And she's like, are your jeans too tight? And he says, no, my legs are too tight. I'm not very flexible. Maybe it's because I'm a virgin. <laughs> and what then, does he think virginity is? <laughs> she also responds by being like, there's ways we can work that out. Like, oh, I feel like he's fun. heard the word tightness associated with virginity. And he's like, so I guess it all just loosens up afterwards. <laughs> Probably yeah, not. I don't know that you're going to take up yoga. It's like, <laughs> um, yeah, we can talk about that later, Colton. I, yeah, I wish he'd sort of resist. I mean, it's just yeah. sometimes it's funny, and most of the time it's just like, <laughs> yeah, like a little groan. Yeah, and it's like I still feel like I don't know anything else about him. So totally. like, talk about something else. Um, I do think that Tasha is keeping, like, a, a hopeful eye towards, like, if things go well tonight and we, like, yeah. have sex, then that will mean Indicate that he's something. in love with me. Like, that mm. clearly this is something he wants to keep for a very meaningful relationship. And so if that happens, then it'll indicate that to me. However, <laughs> However. Uh, that is not quite what happens. And also she has this weird – she's like, I want to be there for Colton tonight. I know he must be so nervous and I want to, like, comfort him. And I was like, honey, like, that's that's not like a a romantic Mm-mm. way to talk no. about deflowering a man. Uh, that sounds very it's maternal. It's not very <laughs> <sexy> <laughs> at all. Um, but she's very, like, she does seem very, like, capable, like, just as a human. Like, she's like, I've got this under control. But, like, that doesn't really, it, it can come off as as not being a romantic connection. But then we get to the most delightful part of the date in which Tasha talks about her boob tape. Oh, yeah. I loved I this. I loved this moment. It seems like the kind of thing that they normally would have edited yes. out and, and saved for bloopers. Totally, totally. And yeah. every year when they show the bloopers, I'm like, can we get more of this in the actual yeah. show? Because yeah. it shows these people are people. Mm-hmm. It's real personality. And, like, it just felt like both of them were sort of saying these canned lines yeah and then there was this whole like nip slip moment and it just broke that too and i loved it yeah also real real problem Mm -hmm. boob tape does not always stay it was also thing if you're incredibly flat chested it's not a problem because there's nothing to slip (laughs) out of place 
highly recommend. <laughs> uh, what I also love there was like a re- there was a meta moment when she, when she said, "Don't let me be flashing the whole world." I loved, <laughs> I loved that. that. <laughs> yeah, great. Loved the boob I know. moment. <laughs> Break the fourth wall. Yes. Give me the goods on the boob tape. Yes. Like more of this, please. Mm-hmm. I do. I do like their like jokey like Same. chemistry. Even though like I they clearly wouldn't have shown a lot of that stuff if she was the final like girl. They wouldn't have shown that. They would have shown more romantic moments. But it's so fun, like, how she's like, oh, no, there's tape. It should be staying. And he's like, it's not staying. And I was like, <laughs> I feel like there's a moment of genuine, like, chemistry and personality there. Um, and uh, she tells Colton at this point that a year and a half into her marriage, after she had waited for marriage, it sounds like, to have sex or at least Waited until... to meet her future husband at the time. Right. Yeah. It seems like she made it sound like she had, like, waited until she, at, yeah, at least, at least until so she was like sure yeah, in this yeah, relationship, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Uh, so then, a year and a half into the marriage, her husband cheated on her. To me, this felt very um, like you know that Bachelor timeline. It's like, well, they always ask you, well, what do you want to talk about with Colton tonight? So I feel like on her one-on-one, it was. You know, it was about the fact that she was a divorcee. You know what I mean? And it's like, it just sort of felt like this is something that you would have thought would have been brought up earlier. Yeah. Right. But it was like, we have to have something to talk about in every, right. <laughs> every like one-on-one Hold time. So let's that. save that one <laughs> till Fantasy Suite Week. No, it's true. It felt weird that they had already talked about her divorce, but not Yeah, the whole that. virginity thing, you would think, like, she'd be like, oh, wait, actually, hey, I waited too. And yeah. it just sort of, it felt late for that reveal. I don't mind. It's fine. But <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, yeah, I'm also intrigued by this whole, like, he went outside the marriage phrasing, which I feel like I've been hearing more and more as a euphemism for cheating. Like, maybe it's always been equally used, but I'm noticing it more. Because I feel like also on Dating Around, that's what Gerke said. He went outside. The, oh, I didn't clock maybe, that. But that's maybe interesting because it feels maybe very I'm projecting. That. It feels very like kind of retro language it feels to, me. Yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. It does. It it feels very much like the emphasis is on the marriage mm-hmm. as this covenant. Yeah, I feel like not that about would, you. That would be mentioned like at the same time as saying like that you're going steady. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like it's just like a different terminology. Uh, yeah. So she talks about how she was ashamed of it. Um, but now she has this knowledge about herself and about relationships and values truth and intimacy. And Colton is impressed that she can have such a positive outlook because there's not a lot of women who could do what she does, which I guess is like get cheated on and still show her face ever. <laughs> like it's been like a year and a half. And he's like, wow, not a lot of women could like be functional a year and a half after after that. Actually, probably more like than his a year default. And a half speech after hearing someone's been through something right. hard. That's yeah. what I mean by the canned yeah. lines. Like, it was such an odd response yeah. to that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, it really was. Like, lots like how of... frequent does he think cheating, ha- like, is? It's pretty frequent. A lot of people and have people experienced it. Ha- you know, recover. It, yeah. He kind of treated, like, answered the same way he answered to, like, Kaylin having gone through right. her, yeah. her date rape story. Like, it was pretty, like... It's kind of like messed up, actually. It was just like, oh wow, you overcame that. Like you, like it was just like the exact same response, pretty much. Right, yeah. and he's saying things that when they were said the first time to me felt very sincere, and now it it feels like he's just struggling yeah. to, which is I guess sort of understandable, struggling to, quote unquote, advance these relationships mm-hmm. when he knows where he stands. Uh, yeah, 
It's got to suck to be the lead. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There's such an element of, like, forced faking it oh, at my, this I point. I can't even imagine, like, how much you have to pretend to maintain. Like, I can't. Oh, I wouldn't be able to I wouldn't be it. able to do it either. You couldn't pay me enough. I mean, I don't think Colton is that good at it. He's no. not very good at it. He's not. It's tough. And, like, with Kaylin, I wasn't that bothered by this, but I was, I started to be bothered by it here, and I think it's globally kind of a problem, is the idea that you, like, should respond to someone telling you they've gone through something hard by praising them for how well they handled it, mm. which it's almost sets up the idea that if you didn't handle getting cheated on better than, like, everyone else who got cheated on, then, like, it's a ding on you somehow. And, like, you have to be exceptionally good at suffering instead mm. of just, like, here's a bad thing that happened to me and, like, everyone it else, just bad is. things happen. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. And you're sorry that it happened yeah. to that person. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they handled it exceptionally well and you're impressed. But, like, it's like he seems to think that handling it exceptionally well is a very important thing. And mm-hmm. that everyone he knows who's done something good is, like, most people couldn't have done that. And that's <laughs> not, like, a very realistic or healthy way of framing suffering. Totally. In my, in my opinion. No, so. I agree. Um. So, so anyway, <laughs> he gives her the fantasy suite card, and they start playing some very interesting background music. Can we just say Chris Harrison's handwriting has changed a lot? Anyone else notice that? <laughs> it's almost like it's not him. <laughs> you would think. Really? Yeah, it's so drastically wow. different. <laughs> Maybe he took a class. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... They head off to the fantasy suite. Tasha's like, I don't know if he'll wake up a virgin. If he has a big smile in the morning, we'll know why. Yeah, these this music cue was just so weird. Yep. Usually it's like a sweeping, mm-hmm. slow, romantic yeah. cue. And this was like, what will happen? Yeah, it was just like sensual suspense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With like a classical like twist to it. Like it sounded very like, you know, classical to me. Um, okay. So Colton is really in his head here. He's like, men put a lot of pressure on themselves to perform well. Can't relate to that as a woman. Doesn't sound familiar. <laughs> you just have to have confidence that you're doing the right thing. How hard can it be? Without going into too much detail, he says, I've done pretty much like I'm experienced in other ways. <laughs> He's done this stuff, guys. He's been to the bases. <laughs> He's done some some heavy padding, <laughs> some necking. Okay, so <laughs> we've actually witnessed him doing neckings. Okay, so they they shut themselves into the fantasy suite, um, and then we cut to the morning after. Colton does not have a huge smile on his face. They didn't do it. They didn't do it. Um, he looked like a little kid in the morning. <laughs> I know, they were like, like he was one. looking up at her with his head on the pillow. He just looked like twelve. They were all in white, <laughs> and the sheets were white. They There's had a lot like of coordinated white. outfits. Like she was wearing a white top and sort of rose gold pants, and he ended up wearing white with a millennial pink top. Wow! I was <laughs> oh, yeah, like, this looks pick. like you picked them for a couple's shoot. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're all in white, cuddled up in the blankets, and. He's like, I enjoyed our conversation. I in that moment, I was like, he is expecting them to play that so that he can tell the girl he does pick. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, we didn't have sex. Totally. Um, and she calls it interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that this is the moment where she's fully like. I kind of wish she just like me. really committed to this and been super honest. 
Because she was like, it like was Andy style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she sort of like kind of went there, but then was like, but it was like a really nice time. I feel like we grew our relationship. You're like, no, you yeah. don't. You know it's done. <laughs> I really want to know what she meant by interesting. Yeah, me too. Like, I, yeah, have her I mean, on here and find out. Yeah. What did they talk about? I, I want to know. Like, did they fool around at all? Because Probably. Yeah, was, definitely. Like, yeah. And like, was he elusive? Like, I... I actually don't want to know, but I also do, and that is the genius. Of oh, show. I unabashedly want to know. <laughs> I'm like, well, as soon as they start telling me, I'm going to be like, no, stop. <laughs> um, she says we didn't have the physical intimacy I wanted, but I got to see him for who he is. That actually sounds like out of context, like pretty menacing, menacing, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it validated how she felt. She tells him that she loves him. She's like, I felt very little, and last night really validated that for me. <laughs> Um, they have they walk outside and say goodbye uh, and she walks away still in PJs I thought that was a little odd um, but they were cute they were, they were cute, really cute. I, was, I was like girl stay in your PJs it's probably been like a long a long, a long 24 hours like get your get your free time at the nice hotel in Portugal yeah totally um, but she's clearly nervous at this point she, yeah, she she's can like, sense that it wasn't amazing Mm. And I it's, think it's true. Colton is like, I'm not in love with Tasha, and I wasn't ready to take that step with her. He's still thinking about the other relationships. Relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking Singular. of which, yeah. <laughs> Cassie. Yeah. Um, he is very excited. He's falling for her. Today could change everything. I was curious about why they clearly put Cassie second, mm. and that is why they couldn't edit this for her to go last yeah. and end with a dramatic date. I'm curious why they put her second. Instead of last. Instead of last. I wondered if it had to do with her dad's availability. Interesting. <laughs> I'm reading too much into it. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I, my other theory was that uh, he would be sort of swept away and have sex with Cassie, and mm. that would, like, loosen him up for oh, Hannah G, oh, who was sick. clearly also. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> his legs are going to be a lot more flexible. I th- that was like a kind of grotesque theory, but this is clearly what I think of Bachelor production. Yeah, here I'm thinking like logistics, like our father's ago. You're probably more correct than I am. But I was like, I feel like they try to arrange them to get some sort of psychological No, I completely thing. agree there's something to that. I It's funny, I had the same thought where I was like, why wouldn't they put Cassie last? You would think that would be the natural. Yeah, I, I was thinking the exact same yeah. thing. Like, I think they thought, like, my theory is that they thought that Tasha clearly was not, nothing was really going to happen. Cassie was going to be a big emotional burst mm-hmm. and that that might change how things went with Hannah, make it more dramatic in some way. Whereas if they put Cassie yeah. last, then the two first dates might be more even. That's, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but whatever they, clearly they did. Fucked yeah, up yeah. Because... Or, or did they not fuck up because... Here we are talking here about we are. it. And it, I was like, <laughs> and we're really on the edge of <laughs> um, God, they're good. I know. <laughs> Just when I think, like, you have it all I'm bored, mm-hmm. I'm, then I'm not. Yes. Um, so he pulls up in a convertible... Cassie was really pissing me off because she was wearing two sweaters. <laughs> One was a turtleneck, layered, and she looked adorable. Also, yeah, my friend did text me and was like, she did look very cute. You know that he's super into Cassie when he comments on how great she looks and like 
she's wearing like a grandma sweater. She's like <laughs> but, not to judge. It was but very it was an cute. oversized grandma sweater. Uh, so <laughs> it's also that she's really hot. Yeah. Like so if she you're looks hot good enough, in literally everything. Like if I layered a turtleneck sweater with a chunky cardigan, it would be a bad look. For right. Me. Yeah. yeah, like it just, you can't pull but that off. But she did balance it with having a mini skirt. A mini skirt. And a right, which legs. I didn't notice at first because all I could see was the sweaters. And I was like, oh, her legs are bare. Okay, yeah, interesting. I, I agree. So it came, this outfit came together surprisingly well. I know. And you I kept looking at thought. it and if having you had that, laid that out, urge. I would have been like, mm. Right. <laughs> but I was having that feeling of like, I want to wear that. And I was like, no, it's just that she's hot. You don't want her <laughs> outfit. She's just hot. Um, and they keep kissing while he's driving. I just want to call Same. that out. <laughs> Guys, this isn't like a movie and you're on a green screen. Like, you could kill someone. So th- yeah, there's like a lot of cliffs in Portugal. Like, be careful. <laughs> um, they drive into a town called Tavira. He hopes by the end of the night, they'll be in love. Or really? Because <laughs> that's how it works. That's yeah. how it works. <laughs> I know. I was thinking earlier, like, how convenient for Colton that Fantasy Sweet Week is the week that he switches from <laughs> falling in yeah, love yeah. to being in love. Like, it's just great timing yeah, it yeah. Is for convenient. him. Yeah. I mean, it's fitting and clearly calculated that by this point in the episode, I was already thinking about how bizarre it would be to date while paying such close attention to when your feelings <laughs> shift yep. mm-hmm. from falling in love to in love. Like, literally yeah. within the span of a day. Like, normally when you're dating... You're thinking about it, but you're not like, I bet today. Yeah. <laughs> today is, gonna today is is when it will, you know, just reach that. My favorite line. was in episode, I think it was seven, when at the end of his date with Tasha, he was like, today I started to fall in love with Tasha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could really probably trace it down to the minute that it happened. Uh, so they get espresso and pastries. They buy PJs. He is Matching. Matching. Of course. Like, clearly they <laughs> yeah, all just yeah, shop for PJs yeah. together. Um, he picks up a door wedge, uh, like a doorstop, and is like, oh, I thought this might be a paddle. And he whacks her butt with it. <laughs> She's like, oh, this nighty might be too transparent. And he's like, I wouldn't I be mad know. at it. I love your sexy edginess, girl. <laughs> he is so besotted. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's such a difference between his totally. date with Tasha. And it's actually a little painful because he doesn't really know. He, like, he's kind of nervous and doesn't know how to be with her. Like, he put that stuffed octopus, like, on her head. Just be cool, dude. Yeah. Be cool. He has no chill. No. <laughs> but I actually, this is the part of Colton that I enjoy most because it feels real. Yeah. It feels like how you might act if you had no chill and you were going on a date with someone that you're, you're like, like, I'm really 14. lucky. To be. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he also does remind me of a 12-year-old a little bit. Like, yeah. not in a bad way. Just like, so does Cassie. So, you know what? Maybe it's appropriate. Yeah. yeah. They but do feel ways. young. Yeah. They are yeah. young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they feel even younger than they are. Right. To me. Yeah, because Colton is a few years older than Cassie. Yeah, they just like he feels like a young twenty six year old, and she feels like an even younger twenty three year old. Yeah, like I tend to look at the twenty three year olds on the show and be like, they're young, they haven't figured their life out yet. And with Cassie, it's like she feels young in the way that a nineteen year old feels young, mm-hmm. as opposed to how a twenty three year old feels young. Yeah, um, which is definitely proven later on. But yeah. We will not skip ahead. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, so no, we're we too are building <laughs> to the climax. Yeah. Okay, guys. sorry, sorry. <laughs> this is all just foreplay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so she is also having a good time. She's like, Colton's really easy to love. They're dancing on a bridge to music. Uh, she sees a future with him. They wander the streets and make out. 
Uh, Colton says he wants to feel the way he felt today and be with someone he feels crazy about and can't keep his hands off of and explore together with his wife. That's what he wants. Yeah, he's just like <laughs> saying. Hey. got a little tangled. <laughs> But, but he's that's pretty what he clear but that yeah, Cassie yeah, yeah. is his future wife yes. in the context of this show. Yeah. yeah. He said that she makes him feel complete. Yeah. I and mean. he's been saying he's in love with her for like three weeks now. Yeah. No, no, no. He was falling. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he was still, he was falling. I sorry, think last week, this week he said he was Last in week oh, really? he was in love. Oh. I'm, I think so. No, you're probably Because right. then he said what I need to know this week is that, Ka- like, he needed confirmation that Cassie yes. was in love. Right. Yes. Um. So they, they even they stop and do some like dancing with the locals, and then an old couple cuts in and like separates them, yeah. and he gets like Upset. uncomfortable. He's like, dude, that's jealous. that's my girlfriend. Right? It's like it didn't seem like a joke. He was genuinely like, hey, elderly Portuguese man, that's my girlfriend who got there. And he's like, are you sure you're okay with this? To, to the, the man's wife. Wife. <laughs> she's like, yeah. Um. So. He's like, yeah, I haven't verbally heard that she's falling in love, but she's given me every reason to think she's falling for me. Uh, I'm sure that I love Cassie. Tonight could be the night of sex. Because he's a virgin. Because he's a virgin. he forgot. <laughs> so they end up sort of cuddling and hanging out on this sort of rooftop terrace sort of thing. Uh, Cassie's like, this is great. No red flags. Which is definitely the first thing you think when you're in love. (laughs) And they connect on so many levels. He makes her feel safe. From every angle you look at today, he's perfect. Again, sounding very genuinely excited. She's trying to talk herself into this. Yeah. And so they they sit down and and have a toast. And they're both like, can you believe how beautiful Portugal is? I really can't. No, I didn't even know Portugal was a nation until like (laughs) five They really had no idea. and then they start talking about Cassie's family. Ooh. And this is where things really take a turn. Yes. Yes. And so, then continue to turn <laughs> over yes. and over and over again. This was such a bizarre conversation. So he says, you know, I liked your family. She says they liked him. Uh, he says they had a lot of questions for me. They really care for you. And uh, your, my conversation with your dad was the most challenging. And she's like, yeah, same. And he's like, what was the hardest part for your dad? And she says, "Um, it's such a big commitment, and they're worried that I'm ready, you know, to do it so quickly. And he says, I did ask your dad for a blessing and did not get his approval. She is just shaken by this. She actually sounds kind of pissed. Pissed? Yeah, and she makes it sound like she's torn, like she's distraught. But to me, it came off as anger at her dad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And at Colton. Like, for not telling yeah, – she was, like, upset that he hadn't told her sooner or something? I think she was also upset that he wasn't more was upset. not sufficiently upset mm. about it. Yeah. This was yeah, she kind of She mentioned it twice during the yeah. day and in the evening. Like, yeah. yeah she like, kept being like, that? are you sure you're okay with it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which immediately I wrote in my notes, she sounds difficult. <laughs> <laughs> so it seemed like this odd mix between her – putting a massive premium on her dad's approval. Mm-hmm. But also I got the sense that she had doubts and insecurities about this. And this was sort of playing on that. And like she she was almost looking for an out. And all of a sudden she's like, I don't feel sure about this. And my dad didn't even basically sign off on me doing mm-hmm. this thing. Right. Yeah. So I guess 
my doubts are correct. Mm. Right. Like she thought that she had gotten the sign off, even though they had a tough conversation. And yeah. it turns out that behind nope. her back, she had not gotten the sign off. This is all so healthy. I can't believe <laughs> that this Poor went Colton, bad. Colton, too, because there's no way he hadn't talked to a producer about whether or not he should tell Cassie this. Mm. And was obviously told to tell Cassie this. And it was just oh, like, yeah. right. it was just like, oh, poor guy. I know. He just, his face drops. And he yeah. tries to say, like, this doesn't change, change my anything. Feelings for you. I feel Which, like this is kind of a lose-lose for Colton. Yes. Like, because he, if if it's the kind of girl, which Cassie clearly isn't, who doesn't need her dad's approval, mm-hmm. then telling her that you asked for his permission is not going to come off well. But if she is the kind of girl who needs that approval, which she is, then telling her you didn't get it is yeah. not going to come off well. Mm-hmm. So telling her, I asked for your dad's permission, he said no, is like a guaranteed she's not going to react well revelation. Yeah. So it goes poorly. She's very much like. I'll also point out that this um, is another like it it exposes the flaw in the whole permission thing. Like Mm. if you need the permission, but then if you don't get it, it doesn't Mm -hmm. change anything. Yeah, yeah. you really didn't need it, did you? (laughs) Need is not. (laughs) Got to switch out need. (laughs) Had to throw that in. Yeah. Yeah. He she's like, so that doesn't bother you. And he's like. Well, no, it won't discourage me at all. It doesn't change how I feel about you. And it's like you kept saying you needed the approval (laughs) and you didn't get it. And now you're saying that it's not going to change anything except that you're, like, not happy, which is meaningless. Yeah. Uh, And she's like, I'm surprised because you seemed so happy with the conversation, which is where I really felt, like, genuinely started to feel like she was pissed at him for not being more upset about this. Mm. Like, she's like, you. the correct reaction would be that you would be... Really, I don't know. Upset. It was it was hard for me to tell what she wanted. I think she was taken aback and suddenly filled with this like dread of the reality that she was in, and just was like freaking out a little bit. Yeah, I think you're you're giving her a a lot of credit, more too much <laughs> yeah. credit, probably. Yeah. No, I just just based on that, like I, I lean more towards like I kind of feel like she was angry and was finding ways to apply that anger to the people around her. So it's like, how could my That's father true. leave me feeling like mm. it, like he was signing off on it, but he didn't give him this? How how could Colton leave that conversation not getting the approval and be okay with it? And how could he not tell me at that time? Do you know what I mean? It's like she right. was yes. placing. Blame I guess on I was people. confused about where her anger was genuinely meant to be directed. Yeah. I couldn't tell. Yeah, well, I, don't know I feel if that's... like this is kind of the issue with this whole system. And Cassie is very conservative and from a very conservative background. Right. And we have criticized Colton for wanting to get permission. And I genuinely stand by all that criticism. <laughs> Cassie is someone who it's also important to, obviously. But what this means is that Colton and her dad are having this very important conversation about her future that, that she's, she's not been boxed in. out of. She doesn't right. really know what's happening. Mm-hmm. But she's not mad about that she, because that is what she wants. That's what she's been taught to want. What she's really, you know, sort of mad about is that she doesn't know if they are kind of having that conversation in a way that is going to guarantee her happiness. Like she's like, it is their job to kind of that they're entrusted with brokering this deal yeah, yeah. in a way that <laughs> yeah. that ends up with her being a happily married woman forever and they're messing it up. And I, I so I feel like her anger is with them and it's because they have been in her worldview and her family's worldview given this enormous responsibility of figuring out her happiness for her. Mm. Yeah, no, I think that's a really good point. That is very interesting. Yeah. And yeah, I okay. mean, <laughs> yeah. No, and it continues. And, 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 but also, like, that is exactly why we stand by our criticism of the system in the 
first place because yeah. it cre- it inevitably creates these situations. That worldview mixed with the structure of this show, yeah. yes. which precipitates this need to be completely sure that you want to marry someone within eight weeks and any doubts are like a fund mean that you need to fundamentally exit that relationship, which mm-hmm. in the real world is not how it works. Because yeah. a couple months into dating someone, you might be like, I'm very into this person. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back to talk a whole lot more about that epic fence jump. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Emma, what's the first thing that you would do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would it be sleep? Would it be get a delicious pastry from the bake shop around the corner? Would it be, I don't know, get some actual writing done? Yeah. Read a book. I mean, my list is extremely long these days. There are not a lot of hours to spare. And, you know, a lot of us do spend our lives wishing we had more time. The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and actually make it a priority. Yeah, this is something that I am often working on with my therapist. It helps you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Are you one of those people who thinks they don't have time to prioritize wellness? If so, Aloe Moves is here to change your whole mindset. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flower class that will fit your whole schedule, even if your schedule is very complicated and ever-changing like mine is. And their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day, which is so convenient. They've got award-winning workouts like sweat-inducing yoga flows, HIIT classes, or reformer Pilates workouts. Truly, truly have it all. Because you can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, dry brushing, and journaling for those quieter moments. I am one of those people who really struggles to prioritize wellness. I did before I had kids, and now it's even harder because you're always doing pickup or drop-off. You're making a lunch. You're like dealing with some need that your children have or you're working. And Aloe Moves allows me to just fit those workouts in, in those spare moments when I find myself with an extra 30 minutes of time, I can do a yoga class. I can do something that gets my heart rate up and it really works with my lifestyle. So unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use code LTSI20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com code LTSI20. alomoves.com code LTSI20. I am someone who is perpetually facing the issue of my closet is messy and full, and yet I feel like I have nothing to wear. Mm -hmm. But Quince has been an absolute game changer for my style. Same. If I really need a new luxury basic, I know where I'm going to find one that is going to fit the bill, work for a lot of different occasions and styles. And I'm also going to stay on budget, which is a huge plus. 
They have items like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for just $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passing... uh, and passes the savings on to us. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for their wardrobe basics. Like, I have a really amazing leather blazer from Quince, but I also have gotten really into, like, their luggage and travel accessories. I just purchased an incredible, like, neoprene weekender bag, and it is such high quality. The color is beautiful. And I spent about half as much as I would have spent on a very similar product from a fancier brand name. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash LTSI. If you're a wine lover, here's a little secret. There is a personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks. It's called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to discover new wines you're guaranteed to enjoy. To start, you just answer a few questions on their website about what flavors you like, how often you drink wine, and if you prefer red, white, or rosé. As always, I love a quiz. (laughs) And based on the answers that you give, First Leaf curates a really amazing selection of wines. Just for you. Later, when you rate those wines, your wine selection gets even more tailored. Choose when the wine is delivered and how often to get new assortments of wine. If you want wine pairing advice or to talk about the wines in your box, you can always speak with one of their First Leaf experts. As someone who loves wine but really doesn't know much about why I like certain bottles and what it goes with, this is such an incredible way to get to know your own taste in wine better. I know. I totally agree. I got to try the Chenin Blanc from South Africa that is part of First Leaf's premium wines collection, and it was so good, and it was not something that I would have necessarily picked out myself a quiz and good wine. I mean, everyone's winning here. (laughs) Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash LTSI to get your first box. That's T-R-Y firstleaf.com slash LTSI. Tryfirstleaf.com slash LTSI. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables from article. That lovely chair out on my deck. Article. Our big console, article. My bed frame, article. This is an article household. It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first article piece of furniture recently, our new couch. And my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. 
And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. So they end the the day portion of the date with her very confused, very sad. She doesn't know if he's the right person. She's never been so confused about something so big, which makes sense because she's 23. And it's time to go back and get ready for the night date. But yeah. wait, who's that? Oh, oh. Pulling up. There's a knock. In a van in loose jeans and old sneaks. <laughs> so we know that it's not Colton because he's always wearing boots. And it's Cassie's and dad. Not, not loose jeans. <laughs> not loose jeans. <laughs> Very tight jeans. <laughs> tight as his legs. So uh, Cassie's dad knocks on a door, and Cassie opens it. She is just shocked so, and very excited for a moment i was like is her dad here to be like colton i thought it over and you have my permission no that is definitely not nope. what he's you know what i'm i'm glad that wasn't it that would have been yeah. far too boring Me too. yes <laughs> she's like what the heck why are you here she's so <laughs> she's so clean cut you guys um and he says you know i that he came because he is concerned with this potential engagement. He's not convinced she's in love. And uh, for him, marriage and engagement is around the corner to your relationship with God. Second only. Second too. only. Yeah, second only. Yeah. It's like basically the same as God. I definitely feel like, considering it's season 23 of the show and how loosely people have considered <laughs> yeah. the proposal, like, it just sort of feels like, I don't know why suddenly... <laughs> Well, like I mean, it's, it's such a weird thing because the show, like, prioritizes traditional marriage in this enormous way. Yeah. And such that it kind of courts a Christian viewership. Yeah. And, like, and contestants. And we've often had very Christian contestants. Yes. Because who else would want to just, like, launch right into a marriage? Not very many people. But then you hit, like, a point where you've gone too far. Like, these girls are too Christian <laughs> to get engaged so quick. Yeah. Because they to get engaged without being sure that they're definitely going to get married and stay married forever. They've overshot the Christianity. <laughs> and that's what you get with a virgin lead. Yeah. <laughs> I also I also think there's an element of most people who go on the show, especially at this point, because there's a pretty clear trajectory that you can follow post-show, go on understandably thinking, I'm not going to make it that far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't anticipate that the outcome is going it's to so be the, the potential of an engagement. Because for the vast majority of women who go on yes. the show— it's not. What, right. When I went on this show, I was like, oh, I'll probably last like two, three episodes. It'll be right. a fun well, thing I did. Like, I didn't think it was going to like borderline change my life. And you were <laughs> in that awkward position that Cassie is sort of in where like all of a sudden the lead is like in love with you and you're like, oh, no, we'll get what to do that. I do? We'll get to that later because <laughs> yeah. I do have thoughts on that. Oh, boy. <laughs> Great. This is perfect. Okay. So he sits down with his daughter and 
uh, basically gives this hard pitch for her to leave the show. Yeah. Um, and he's like, you know, I didn't get a chance to talk to you after I talked to Colton. And she's like, yeah, I heard that you didn't give him a blessing. And he says that wouldn't be diligent. Uh, he's got to really, yeah. you know, like if you're going to invest in a land deal. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, you got to do your research. <laughs> exactly. Um, she w- wishes they had been more supportive. And her dad is basically like, Colton seems nice, but you seem very conflicted. He said he was falling in love with with you, but do you love him? And she says, I think I do. And then she has a long pause. And then she says, yeah. It really uh, did not sound enthusiastic nope. at all. And was I was so getting... torn about this conversation because there were certain things that her dad said that I was like, this feels not correct. But, but ultimately, he was right. Yeah, yeah. She was looking for an out. She isn't sure, and she's not ready to get engaged. Yeah. And he was right about how there shouldn't be any hesitation. Like, when Once, you know, you should kind of know. <laughs> I did take issue, though, with the idea that, like, from moment one, you should have no doubts about the person. Yeah. No, I, I know what you're saying. Right. Because he said, I never had a doubt about your mom, ever. Like, you should never have a doubt. And a lot of and couples every relationship is go different. through that. Uh, and not every couple goes through that. But, like, you look at the vows section and they all basically half of them broke up for a while before they got married. <laughs> like, it's pretty common. So, like, for him to be like, if you've ever had a doubt about a guy, that means he's not the one for you. That seemed like a lot. Then again, probably not a great time to get engaged is when you're yeah. feeling down. Right. Totally. Exactly. Yeah, it's That's somewhere why, between. Right. That was that, that, was that push-pull that yeah, I was yeah. feeling with the conversation. Because I'm like, in this moment, he is correct that she should probably yeah. not get engaged. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but on the other hand, you know, I really felt throughout this episode, and this is sort of where it began, that Cassie has not been kind of taught to stand on her own feet and make her own decisions and that she is very susceptible to the last person she talked to (laughs) and she is very capable of having her mind swayed and for her dad to be coming in like this is very unusual for us to see a parent come in and Mm. try to convince their child time i can yeah i can't remember we'll see an ex-boyfriend yeah i thought it was yeah based on previews you thought but that's a paradigm like the ex-boyfriend one is one i find very unhealthy in a lot of ways like oh she belongs to her ex Mm -hmm. or whatever but it is still a paradigm in which this is an adult woman who has made romantic decisions and has an independent romantic life Whereas this feels more like she is accustomed to having her dad make decisions for her and that he feels like it is his job to, to, to tell his 23-year-old daughter yeah. what to do. It almost felt like she still lived at home. She like, does. Yeah, I think I she does. does. Oh, I think she does. I think oh, she does. So I wouldn't have said that if I had known that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, one thing I wanted to say is did anyone else get Becca Tilly vibes during this? Oh, interesting. It was very Becca Tilly where she was like, I, she was pretty much like, I don't want this to be over yet. Like, she's like, I still like him. Like, does it have to end with the engagement? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like 2.0. Yeah. (laughs) No, I did get some of that. I did feel like Cassie is genuinely into Colton Mm -hmm. to an extent, but there is just an immense amount of pressure to make a massive commitment in this show. I mean, the first handful of seasons of The Bachelor, the show didn't used to always end in an engagement. It often didn't, and that was still considered a success. A success. Love story. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And now it's like you have failed if yeah. it doesn't yeah. end in a proposal because that is I just really so much Juan more Pablo sweeping. also soured us on that because his way of saying let's date instead was so mean. <laughs> right. He was like, I don't love you. Right. I, I don't love you, but like I'm not going to give you this ring, but like we can hang out. Like, Here's I a feel rose. Like there's a romantic way to do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's so much pressure on Cassie and – She's really kind of unraveling. Like, it seems like her dad has picked up on some doubts that she had. But it's also the case that, like, that I I think that he has too much influence over her. It, like, it, I, it felt like she has never really and still is not learning how to make independent decisions. And that was, like, can you imagine a parent coming in and telling no. one of the bachelorette suitors? Mm-mm. Like having no. this conversation with no. them, no, I can't, I can't, um, and that that makes me uncomfortable. Mm. So he, I mean, he at one point he's essentially like, if you're having this hesitation, you have to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with him. And she's like, but I really like him. I care about him. I'm not ready for this to be over. And he's like, well, I don't want to dictate to you, but like that's what you gotta do. You gotta <laughs> leave. Um, it's she she feels even younger and more childlike with him. Like you oh, know, what I mean, like absolutely. it's just so crazy how like which like. But does this person sense, so not ready is... for like a lifelong partnership, marriage, and all all the stuff? Just even like a committed relationship, it almost <laughs> feels like. I mean, yeah, certainly not with Colton at this moment. No, and yeah. yeah, no, I share all of your thoughts, Claire. I do still feel like this was somewhat of a convenient out for her. Like yeah. she was grasping and she was trying to talk herself into it and and reassure herself that like. Yeah, just go with the flow and go through the process and see how it pans out. Mm-hmm. Um, and now yeah. she's, like, being presented with, like, mm, this compelling voice giving more weight to those doubts that were already there. And I don't want to totally discount the fact that she and her dad clearly have a great relationship and that he— He's a caring parent. He cares yes, a great clearly. deal about whether she's happy. And, yeah. like, he's picked up on a real hesitation that she has. That doesn't, like, get rid of all of my other concerns about this No, it's dynamic, just, it's but, complicated. And right. he, he does at one point even say, like, if you had come in and we had gotten the sense yes. that you were very into this, that would have been mm-hmm. a different conversation. Yeah, and it felt like something that the family had established. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sure yeah. there was a bunch of conversations yeah. oh, that totally. went on between mm-hmm. the family and, and the, his him and, and the producers before any totally. of this was yeah. put together. Yeah. So Cassie has decided she's going to be totally honest with Colton. She hopes she can go through with it. Because she's got to leave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, meanwhile, Colton is like, date ended badly, but it's okay. I'm going like, to put on my scarf the and my jacket. <laughs> like, he's like, suddenly he's the one lighting those candles. Yeah, he's like, wow, got to be super prepared for the sex that's going to happen tonight. It's like, nothing is going to stop me. This is the night. Um, so she shows up seeming pretty normal in a silver sweater dress. Cute they, dress. Very cute. She looked great. <laughs> yeah. I was really distracted by how cute it yeah, was yeah. the whole time. It was a mean dress to wear for I that. Know. I know. Okay. To go back to another fashion choice, at choice, I really need to know where Cassie got her, like, combat boots that she was walking around Portugal in earlier. They were very cute. If someone could locate I'll, them. I'll work on it. Yeah, just putting out the bat call to our <laughs> listeners. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to purchase them. Um, yeah, Emma Emma is a great boot wearer, and she's in the market, so help <laughs> us out. Um, so <laughs> she, they toast. She's like, oh, no, my red wine might stain my teeth. Doesn't matter. She's not going to be sticking around long enough for that to happen. 
<sighs> and he's like, even though your dad said I couldn't have the blessing, it doesn't change how I feel. I'm going to keep giving it everything I has. And she's like, that's funny that you mentioned that because I was thinking about that too and how I really thought it would bother you more. Oh, this, oh, this really bothered me. A brutal me. way to, yeah. to go into yeah. it. Yeah, like she clearly, she, similar to on the day date, but even more so now, she is sending out a very strong signal that she's like disappointed in Colton. It feels like she's for, picking a fight. Right. Like me. she's like, you basically, you had the wrong reaction to yeah. this. And it, I'm concerned about it. Um, and he's like, well, it, do, it does bother me, but it doesn't change how I feel. And she's like, I know I, that. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I know you're very in love with me. We've established that. <laughs> like, back off, buddy. Um, and then she's like, well, my dad came to my hotel and we talked. Uh, and he said he never had any doubts about my mom. And I would hate to see him leave not having what he came for. Um, and like that kind of someone who like doesn't have any doubts. And he's like, well, but if it's not the person I feel the strongest for, it's not worth it. I think Colton's actually kind of right. And even though everyone warned him about Cassie and he didn't listen and they were all right, he was also right because you should probably just go with the person you like. Right. Follow his heart. (laughs) Okay, what you want is an engagement, but obviously you don't just want an engagement with anyone who will take you. Personally, I do. That was my only (laughs) Yeah, you were like, if you want me, uh, (laughs) who cares about what I want? Um, And so she's like, I hate that you said that. (sighs) Um, I think she was maybe hoping that, like, he was going to be like, well, actually, Hannah G's my person. Right. So it's fine. You can leave. I mean, she came into th- – this is what happens when you come in with, like, the Elise conversation or whatever. And instead of him being like, well, it was going to happen sooner or later, yeah, yeah, so goodbye cool now. Yeah. He just fights tooth and nail mm-hmm. to keep her. Uh, she's not making his decision easier. No, and she's also saying things like, it's for you. I don't want right. you to find... Like, in, in the end, the only way she was able to really go is by saying, this is the best decision for me. Like, right. she couldn't make it about him anymore. Right. But, sorry, and I keep usually, skipping ahead. No, no, no. I mean, I feel like that's usually a safe play on The Bachelor because there are so many choices for him yeah, that you yeah. can just yeah. be like, like oh, you, you yeah, can yeah. do better. And he'll be like, I probably can. Yeah. So, <laughs> but in this case, it backfired because he had already decided on her. Right. Um. And she's, you know, she's like, the day was so perfect, and I love you so much, but I don't feel in love, and Ooh. I don't know why I'm not. Poor oh. Colton. <sighs> oh, sad. and you could just see, like, my stomach dropped Dro- yeah. just looking at him through this whole yeah. thing. You could sense- he was trying so hard to keep it together, yeah. and he's yeah. clearly so good at keeping it together. Right. And this was just, I mean, it was was a very realistic moment where you can tell he's trying to think about this rationally, make sure that they've kind of had the discussion they need to have. Yeah, and he doesn't want to regret not, you know, quote unquote, fighting for her. It was a very real But the dread is like, is sinking in. Yes. Um, they, they're... And, oh, sorry. Before we move on, also you can see him feeling like for the first time the whole season, like one of the laborats. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. when he finds out that Cassie's dad came, he, you know, he feels he's close with his producers. Like he feels like he knows what's going on. He's supposedly in this position of all knowing right. and but power. They flew this yeah, guy in. Yeah, they flew this to guy throw in. Throw a and, wrench in yeah, the relationship in the middle of his, you know, whole day with her. You know, like in this couple of hours where they're not together, they flow like flew in his her dad. It's so crazy, and you can see him. Look around and like clock the fact that he's you know right. one of them now. Do you know what I mean? 
Oh, absolutely. And I think that's why we see that real anger yeah. towards yeah. the end. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. He's yeah. like, I am done being yeah. your pawn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll get to that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. no, absolutely. And he, you know, is shaking, physically shaking. Yeah. He, like, you can hear him shaking. Mm-hmm. The chatter. The- Oh. Um, it, it's very, very visceral and painful to watch. And this is definitely a thing that happens to me during breakups. Like yeah. that uncontrollable full body shake, even if it's not cold. Like I, yeah. I went through a breakup fairly recently, a few months ago, and like this happened to me. And so I was watching this whole thing being like, oh, oh. God, this is this is very, very real. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a guy who's like, he just happens to be taped during it. Yeah. And this is when it really shifts, like, once she's gotten her speech out to him making that pivot from maybe this conversation just isn't going that well to I have to stop her from yeah. breaking up with I, me. I will yeah. say whatever it takes. Whatever. Oh. Like, uh, so she gets up, she gets up and wa- walks out. Then she's like. She's talking to production. Right. Then mm-hmm. she's telling production, I'm so confused. I'm second guessing it. He goes out and gets her. Which I like that he did. I just feel in that moment she should be talking to him and not to her producers. not to the producers. And so they they keep talking. He's like, I'm okay with being patient. She's like, I know, but I don't know if I'm going to get there. And he says, have you already made your decision? And she says, I don't know. I don't know. And then he says, look at me. I don't want to lose you. Um, Can we sit back down? So they go. I'm getting really upset rereading this stuff. It's really sad. And so they walk back to... The couch. the couch area. It's just, oh, God. And he's like, this is the rest of my life. The last thing I'm going to do is give up and walk away from this relationship. And she's like, I wish that I knew. And he says, it's okay not to know. And she's like, I don't know if it's okay not to know. I feel like I should by now. Um, and this and is said- where the timeline of the show really screws people up. Mm-hmm. Um, or it can screw people up. Because it it sets up, again, like you have failed in figuring out whether this is the relationship for you because you haven't done it in this, you know, chosen um, prescribed amount of time. Mm-hmm. And and that's not that's not how actual dating works. <laughs> not typically. I I do agree with you until he pretty much gives her all the outs that he can. Do you know what I mean? Where he's like, right. he's, yeah, he's, yeah. It's like you, we don't have to get engaged. Like we can just see how it goes. Does like, he explicitly yeah. say that? Yes. Yeah. He yeah. says they don't have to get engaged. He says every relationship moves that. at a different pace, mm-hmm. and at the end of this, if we're not ready for an engagement, we're not ready for an engagement. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I missed that. Yeah. I mean, I think she also walked into this being like, my doubts are too strong. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. like, I can't. The next two weeks is enough time. He says, forget the next two weeks. You're putting an unrealistic <sighs> timeline on it, and it's like, no, the Bachelor is putting an unrealistic right. timeline on it. What a great, it. what a like a kind of an amazing line yeah, to yeah. have in this show. Yeah. yeah seriously. <laughs> Um, he's like, I care about you. I love you. I want it to be you at the end of this. Even oh. without an engagement, I feel that strongly. Um, um, he's he's really. But like, then begging. even oh, her answer to this, there were so many things she did that I was like, her answer to that is, how can you say that with two other girls here? Like it felt like in response to all these, you know, big really moments honest. where he was right. real. Yeah, he was like, I love you. I don't want to lose you. We don't have to get engaged. She either said, I don't know, or. Or said, how can you say that with two other girls here? She's almost trying to play back in in the game of the show, and Mm -hmm. he has fully left it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that is exactly what it felt like. Yeah, he's clearly, like, he's not thinking about the other, the the date he still hasn't taped. Like, in his mind, he's like, this is 
the only relationship that actually matters. Mm-hmm. This is the breakup that do- that will determine my future. Yeah, yeah. And like, and she's still like, well, but there's these other calculations. But he yeah. has left those behind. Yeah, and it, I mean, I, you guys are being kinder to her than I was in my <laughs> recap. I what I really don't like is that at every turn she still made it about her. Mm. So it's like I yeah. don't know. I don't think That's I've ever been so, so conflicted in my entire life. When talking to her producer, who I'm pretty sure is Todd, she said, "I don't think it would be. I didn't think it would be this hard. I don't know what to say. Like, where is the?" empathy for him. Yeah, right. like she should feel some degree of like regret or yeah. like, you know, she didn't was even apologize. I was going to say, was there an I'm sorry in there? No. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's bizarre to me. Like in many ways, I do sympathize with Cassie, partly because I've been the Colton where I've been like begging someone not to dump me. And I feel so much guilt about that years later. I feel like that's a really hard thing to put a hard position to put someone in. Mm. And so I, simp- I I thought I put Cassie in the position of like someone that I love that I did this bad thing to where I like <laughs> made them dump me over and over again for like seven hours and I was like man that sucks for her but also it is very I mean everyone was right and Cassie denied it that's the that's the other piece it's like she made it all about her and was not remotely sympathetic or as sympathetic as she should have been or apologetic yeah but yet two weeks ago she was calling Kerpa an idiot for I mean, here's the thing I have mixed feelings about all the rumor spreading I I wish they hadn't gotten involved but given it happened (laughs) given it happened and the rumors ended up being true you would think that she like that would have been a moment to like if she were ethical Mm -hmm. to have been like well actually you know instead of just right and we talked to to Nick about this uh, and he sort of said you know that she probably felt, got that upset because she felt the strongest. And, like, she probably acted weird because she felt the strongest. And I clearly no. that's not true. No, I don't think that's the case I don't the think, case think that all. she felt the strongest at all. And I think that she did get very offended when it was implied that she might do something like this. So to— I think that's just the reaction of a defensive personality. Right. Yeah, I think she was just very defensive that people might think that she wasn't deserving. Yeah, and I—no matter how you slice this, it all comes back to her and preserving her image. Mm-hmm. Like, either she was just telling him what she wanted to hear until she didn't want to be there any longer, or she was, um, you know, like, um, in face of all, like, the rumors and everything, she was shooting them all down because she wanted to preserve her, you know. I am here for the right reason. Yeah, I think there was a natural defensiveness. I also think that she genuinely has a lot of uncertainty and perhaps doesn't know herself and know how to read and articulate her emotions yeah. enough. Yeah. Which, yeah. yeah. I think that as long as the dynamic was a house full of girls who wanted to marry Colton, she was like, so I want to marry Colton. When it's her family and they have doubts, she's like, so I have doubts. When it's Colton begging her to stay, she's like, maybe I should stay. Mm. She doesn't have any, like, solid, like, sense of self in her decision making. And this and is that... why she seemed so young. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And it was very hard for me. Like, the, I think the main reason that I had so much sympathy for Cassie, actually, is because to see her being, like, pulled between two men who wanted to sort of, through the force of their own conviction about what she should do, make the decision for her, mm. you know, and sh- she was sort of – she gave in to that. Like, she was, like, she wasn't sure who she should go with. She just felt confused and – I looked at that and I was like, none of this is really about Cassie, actually. Like, it's 
it's not about what she wants, really, mm. um, for Colton or for her father in a certain way. It's like it's I felt like she was just like a, a tug of war toy or something. And it seemed to me like someone who had never really been taught how to how to do what what she wanted for herself. And in the end, it didn't really seem like she had that many like feelings at all, like which is not very sympathetic. Mm. But it also just sort of seems like the role that she's been trained into. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm so conflicted about it. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know exactly where I land on this. Yeah. I, I like I'm like agreeing with what both of you yeah. are are saying. Um, I will and say I, for Colton, when she finally said leaving is the right decision for me, he was like, OK, that's it. Yeah. Like he did stop fighting when she yeah. said that yeah. was what she wanted. I didn't feel like to me the, the Colton bargaining felt less calculated or thinking that what she wanted didn't matter and more that like the feeling that people often get when someone that they care really deeply for is pulling away and they are grasping at straws for like how can I adjust myself enough how can I make the right argument that will that will land in the right way and force you to see that this is actually something worth pursuing and and so I felt this like deep deep empathy for both of them actually because that is just a crappy position to be in Mm -hmm. neither of those things feel good and like and and yet this was also perhaps the most compelling part of the whole season because it didn't follow the formula that we're used to seeing it felt like of course it was produced but it felt like this genuine moment um was captured on camera and claire and i wrote about why the uh, Ari-Becca breakup was so compelling, obviously super difficult to watch, but compelling um, when that happened. And and we talked about the fact that these like unrehearsed extended breakups are things that that you don't often get. You don't get a window into outside of your own. And so there is something really wild and like very intense about getting to watch that as a true Observer, Like, we're often let into people's happy moments, their love stories. Um, but to watch something like this, you automatically relate your own experiences to it. Totally. Um, and, and it feels like a, a great reminder, that, again, that these people are, are actual human, human beings. beings. Um, you had said about what, you know, it wasn't really about what Cassie wanted. It was about what these, the tug of war thing. I do feel like... To tie back into, like, the timeline, the strict timeline, I feel like if it were up to her, she would have just dated this guy for a while and had, like, a nice time, maybe a few months, like... But even him taking the pressure off about the engagement Mm -hmm. and everything, it's still... There is still a ton of pressure because in two weeks, it's like, well, we're together. (laughs) Like, we're dating towards an engagement. And then the tabloids are (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're on the cover of People. And and you have to make a, you know, coordinated statement Mm -hmm. if and when you break up. Well, because also I think she had made up her mind at that point and was like, I'm going to be leaving. And then he was like, what if I took away all of the factors? And she's like oh, I don't know, does that change it? Like, my dad told me how to feel about the engagement, but mm-hmm. he didn't tell me how to feel yeah. about just dating for a while, yeah. and now I'm confused again. Like, I, I, it was so weird, like, watching a woman pulled between these two very, like, rigid sort of structures that are, tell her how to get married, mm-hmm. basically, <laughs> and and to be like, these are not suited to my, to, to my actual feelings. Mm. Um, 
I kind of feel like she was like she was going to leave, talk to the the shrink for a while, and then like have a vacation in Portugal with her dad. <laughs> I mean, I bet she would like much my more dad, enjoy that. My dad's actually waiting for me right now, so I really have to go. It's the best <laughs> thing for me. Um, so finally, they you know put on their coats. They go to say goodbye. She's like, I want you to be with someone who's insanely in love with you. And he says, that breaks my heart. It actually was kind of like a mean thing to say. Yeah. But she doesn't know that yet. She's young. Um, <laughs> and she's like, it breaks my heart. And she's like, I can't I can't do this to you. I can't stay and maybe not get there. And he's like, I wasn't expecting you to know right now. And she's like, I'm going to go. Also, are you mad at me? Yeah. <laughs> Like, yes, yes, that certainly. That is the second time. She's already asked her dad, like, whether he would be mad at her for making a different decision. Also, guess what? When you break up with someone, they're allowed to have anger. They definitely like. are. But I think it is, like, telling of her maturity level and also of the way we expect women to, like, deal with men's emotions that she has asked both her dad and her, like, boyfriend or whatever whether they would be mad at her for making a decision about that relationship right like, that's not weird. that's not actually the thing that should determine your decision like and you, also it puts you in the position of being selfish if you're like i want to i want to manage this i'm i should be like making these people happy but then to turn it into are you mad at me that's, is a very selfish that was question my, to ask. Right. that was my takeaway yeah. I was wondering if you were going to say that like I feel like to say are you mad at me especially to Colton in this moment it was just like it's not about mad. you bitch <laughs> yeah it's not well, well that's my point like, if he that, is like, mad at you he's allowed to be it, and exactly, deal with it <laughs> exactly like when yeah. you are when you are the person doing the, the breaking up yeah it's not an ideal position to be in but you are still the one making that decision. Yes. A decision that the other person Doesn't does not want you to, want you to make. Yeah. So whatever their emotions are about that after the fact, that is no longer something that you can dictate. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's something that people need to accept when they are making that decision. Like, yeah, someone might be very heartbroken. They might be really angry. Mm-hmm. They might, like, they might want to talk to you again. They might never want to talk to you again. And guess what? Like, that is that person's prerogative to feel any of those yes. things. Yeah. Um, but he can't be mad at her. He loves her too much. Oh, and uh, she gets in the van, drives away. Um, Colton walks up the... Oh, by the way, in the car, I'm pretty sure is where she sheds her first real tear. Yeah, she yeah. does start crying. And it she still looked very, beautiful. Uh, if I were like, Colton, I think the perfect. thing that would have upset me the most is she that I was like that shaking like yeah. a leaf, like very upset, and that she was just sort of like, oh, oh okay. Like, that said, oh. I will say I am one of those people that in like a heated emotional moment like that, when someone else is crying, I become more focused on them crying than, yeah. you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I yeah. think it's some people just have that, yeah, yeah, it's, have that reaction and then it sinks in after. Yeah. Yes, totally. I'm just remembering when I was around her age, so many mutual sobbing breakup conversations. So I don't relate to that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I <laughs> but mean, there's I was nothing definitely always the it. one sobbing. But. No, usually it was like everyone ended up crying by some way or another. There is um, no way she's ever had her heart broken. There's just no way. You can tell by how she dealt with that that she's never had her heart broken. Yeah. Because it was, again— No, I think that her—also her last boyfriend who was on the reality show with her, the he whole was thing in love was with her. he was trying to get her back. Yeah. I don't know. Just the way she dealt with all of it. No, I think me. you might be right. Also because she said, I can't imagine ever not having doubts about someone. Like, and I think mm. I would have said about my boyfriend who broke my heart that I was totally sure— Because because that's what makes it so – that's what made it so devastating is that I was like, I'll never be sure about someone again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
and that was that was my chance. <laughs> um, turns out it's not gone. to be true, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, it seems like she'd never experienced like enough love to really be devastated. Yeah, it, it felt way. like she had never experienced anything remotely like what he was experiencing in that moment. Right, just based on how she, you know, right. <laughs> comforted but him she, or she's didn't. Still sad, like she cries in the van. She's like, I feel bad about how it went. Uh, he, meanwhile, is like stormed up the stairs. Because at this point, he is pissed, and he's pissed yeah. at production. Yes. Yeah, and he like, should be. And he stormed up to slams the door behind him. He's very pissed. And he has his, has his he's still mic'd up at this point. Oh, but um, not for long. No, <laughs> no. Um, what does he, he, he say? Oh, he says, out, I'm, he's done. Like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done, I'm done, done with, this. with this. He comes out. Is he's holding something in his hand? Is it like? It looks like I think it's his wallet. I think it's a phone or wallet or something. Yeah. Like he was like, like he's I like, am leaving. Going he out on went my own. to like get it. Yeah, yeah, he went to like gather his things. Like, yeah, and he yeah. came back out with his coat on. He's like, "Fuck this." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I am going to like the he, resort he, next like, door. He pushes something. the camera aside as he mm-hmm. goes down the stairs. And this he was just so starts, exciting. He starts I know. going. Oh, it was so it's like Colton's on the move. Yeah, I know. I love when they start showing like producers being like, "Wait, what are?" What? Yeah. yeah. They're like, can someone get Chris? It's like, Chris is not going to be able to fix this situation, guys. Uh, so Chris comes out and is sort of ambling along. Like, Colton. <laughs> well, Colton. Chris is like, look, I'm not going to run. No. It's not that's my not, contract. It's not yeah. on brand for Chris Harrison. Did anyone else think of the Truman Show during this? No, but that's a great yeah, comparison blew me away especially when they were like like get, let's get Chris Harrison and they reminded me of when they called in like Truman's like dad yeah yeah to try to yeah to stay yeah yeah oh my god and it's like no no one he doesn't trust anyone there anymore he's no. just found out that it was all a lie like yeah. the idea that he's part of it yeah. as you point out has been exposed yeah. he oh. thought he was on the pr- production side but he's really another labrat right uh so <laughs> As as Chris, he's just like barreling Chris down. Spots yeah. Colton, and he's, he's very like menacing. Him. Like you suddenly realize that he's like six he's three, and like large. very large and very strong. <laughs> and suddenly it's like I feel like if, just if you see like Chris Harrison, like, I know Chris trotting like, up to him, like, like, like skinny. It wouldn't, I mean, and he's not short, but like he's not like a built dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Colton is a very large yeah. man, yeah. Yeah. and very he's just imposing. yeah walking very quickly. He's an athlete. Yeah, and then we get like the most athletic moment this show has ever yes. seen. I cannot just, tell you how many times I've rewatched oh that. Oh my god. <laughs> he just very gracefully hoists himself over this he like massive bounds over thing. it. It was he like six and a half feet it. tall, that thing. Yeah, I and mean, there was just, no strain. It was oh just no. like he just like bounced right up. That's what I mean. It was graceful. Yeah. yeah. And Chris Harrison is just in shock and delivers his greatest moment. I mean, if you have to bleep Chris Harrison, yes. you know you are catching him genuinely he, off guard. Yes. Yeah. He just goes. <laughs> He just jumped the fucking fence. You know what? I'm going to say that was too dramatic. Chris delivered this line very calmly. He was like, yeah. he just jumped the fucking fence. Right. No, you're right. He was like, what? Just what? Like he, This is the thing. Chris yeah. seems so chill through all of yeah, this. Yeah. He was just like, Colton, Colton. Oh, he just jumped the fucking fence. My favorite was when like a producer came and he was like, I was following him and they jumped the fence. I didn't see which way. He yeah. <laughs> and I like when he was like, can someone figure out how to like get open this gate? He's like, I am yeah. not going to try to jump yeah. this thing. Yeah. So they, they head out. All the producers are running around. There, camera goes this way up the road. Camera goes that yeah, way. There's nothing. They're there's like no in the Colton. pitch black. Chris is like, did anyone? Did anyone see what? See him? No, none of yeah. us know. They genuinely 
do not know where this guy and has it's run amazing. off to. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so it's good. Incredible. I'm also like, was Colton just wandering off slowly, but it was very dark? Or, like, did he just get out of there and start running? I bet he ran. I feel like he both walked and <laughs> yeah. ran. Yeah. And he has I very do feel long like legs. Because, like, they clearly didn't want to shine those, like, camera lights on him anymore because it, clearly it would, like, provoke him or make him upset. <laughs> so he was, like, punching Like cameras. a wild animal. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wave that red flag near Colton. He's going to charge. But it also means they didn't see which way he was. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we could see far enough down the road that... Right, he must have taken off. Yeah, I feel like he, like, he, like, walked, jumped the fence, then ran for a while, and and then then started walking. That's the craziest thing, is that we've had leads before be like, I don't want to do this anymore. But he not clear- successfully escaped. Not successfully. <laughs> yeah. But clearly he was not only like, I don't want to do this anymore. He was like, I have to literally escape because <laughs> yeah. I am trapped here with these psychos. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was like, I'm afraid. Yeah. Um, and that we've never seen someone have that. Imp- I just want to know, like, like, they're under threat. Did he have, like, Apple Pay on his phone? Was he going to check himself in somewhere? <laughs> like, it is probably, like, 1 a.m. at this point. Mm-hmm. Got to get an Uber. I mean, probably not actually, though, right? Because they had just started dinner, so it was probably True. It could a be on the or like ten. It might have been ten, and it was in the fall, right? So it probably <laughs> was like dark out. Maybe it was like nine. Still, I don't know. It seemed like that breakup took a while. Maybe, yeah. Because uh, we saw like a solid. I mean, who knows? Who knows? It's fun to speculate where yeah. he slept that night. Yeah, yeah. I really want to know. Like, <laughs> maybe we'll find out. Yeah. Maybe you it know, will open on like a, a tiny cottage of a Portuguese <laughs> like farming yeah, family. Smoke coming out of the. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, I want to see like all of the, just an extended, more extended sequence of the camera crew like desperately in vans like searching the streets for Colton. Like yes. this is the content we need. Yes. Yeah. Um, Briefly, in the credits, we cut back to Colton and Tasha enjoying a breakfast cl- platter and learn that cheese gives him gas. And I was like, you can't do this right now. Like, this is not an appropriate no, just, time. Just no, just cut to black, no jokes. Yes. Just give yeah. us, like, more dramatic, you know, cameras turning yeah. in a panic. Exactly. Um, who, what What do we think is going to happen next week when they return like is hannah g gonna get a fantasy date are they gonna get colton back (laughs) you know you alluded to this earlier what were your thoughts given that you are someone who self-eliminated i just uh for her to go okay it's back to the cat i mean i know and i feel bad because you guys are I thought you'd be more on the same page as me about the cast. We, we just have a lot of feelings. We just have very <laughs> conflicted feelings. Like, yeah. again, I'm agreeing with everything everyone's saying. Right. <laughs> like, everything you say, I'm like, that's right. It just right. felt, like, really convenient that mm-hmm. two weeks ago she was like, I'm here for you. Like, I'm really into this. Like, those are, like, the people made that up. And then two weeks later she's like, actually, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't feel like I sh- Like, I feel like I should know by now. I mean, I can say, I said this in my my recap this week, that, like, when you know, you know, meaning when you know you're not going to fall in love with and marry someone, you know. Yeah, yeah Especially after, you know, I, like, I know that there's a lot of discussion in real life, but in, I just feel like she knew <laughs> earlier. Yeah, right. well, when, no, you definitely know when it's a no. Yeah. I'm right. saying you might not know that it's a yes, and that might yeah. take some time. I but, think, like, there is a, there is a, a space in which... You are into someone, but you don't know if you'll spend the rest of your life with them. But that is different than being with someone and being like, I know I'm not going to spend the rest of my life with this person. I just feel like she already knew. And I do think this, uh, 
yeah. This so how do you to think the decision this is making? Play what you were saying, Claire, it's yeah. like. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm just yeah I'm beating a dead horse. No, but. no, no. I think you're. I think, I you're, I think I we think always. Right. Cassie is getting a lot of hate on social media. Obviously, none of us endorse. No, that. no. But like, we can criticize how she handled this. I personally had a lot of sympathy for her at times, but I also sort of felt like she and Kaylin thought that Kaylin would win, and that Cassie would get to be Bachelorette. I think that was their plan, and then I think when Kaylin got sent home, Cassie started to be like. <laughs> and all yes and also think about her time with this producer I mean like she like ran off to this producer to talk to him think about like all day in day out she feels far closer with this producer than probably even Colton like mm-hmm. she's telling him her, de- him her deepest darkest secrets and he's probably like stick it out like can't you see this like can't you see that like you could be together and then finally you know the dad comes and it's like well you should go then you should go. Do you know what I mean like right. she has this this voice in her ear and if like you said she hasn't really been raised to really stand on her own two feet and make those decisions for herself. I just feel like in that setting, and of course I didn't make it nearly as far as her, but it's not like there weren't producers constantly trying to convince me to stay. Yeah. Right. It's just that I felt more strongly that you should leave. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if, you know, if her feelings were stronger and she's, you know, more susceptible to, you know, their persuasion than... I don't know. She's definitely very susceptible. How do you think this is going to play out? Because we have... Two more episodes. Is yeah, Hannah going to get her date? Is there no, any way? I don't think so. I don't think she should. I don't. Yeah. I definitely don't think she but should. So, and I don't think she will. Follow question: How how is she going to find out? Like, are we going to see Colton having that conversation with her, or is it going to be production? Is Colton. she just going to disappear and we oh, never see not, her again? I think they're going to track Colton down yeah. and be like, "You got to dump the other two. Yeah, and he's going to. We're going to see Hannah being like, "Can't wait for this great overnight date," yeah. and he's going to come in break up with her she's gonna sob he's gonna break up with Tasha. she's gonna sob and then he's gonna have to go after Cassie somehow yeah, yes that's what I think oh I hope oh, he doesn't man. I hope he I think will. he will I, he I really think will. he will he literally said I'm going to not <laughs> stop I will I'm not going to stop fighting for you even off of this show yeah <laughs> I, I missed that part <laughs> uh it's going to be... I, just, I want him to have a happy ending whether or not it involves, like, the love thing. It's just it was such a heartbreaking episode to watch. Even though I haven't I been, like, a full-blown Colton fan all season. Yeah. It's just, like... But he is... He he's is, a nice, like, he real seems guy. Like a guy yeah. an, a nice guy. He seems like a guy. He seems like a guy. Like a guy. <laughs> me, and, me and Cassie's dad. Me and Cass, just, he's You're a guy. You're in agreement on that. Um, no, no. He seems like a nice guy, and I think he has, like... I do think he has a good good heart, whether or not I always uh, agree, agree with, with him. his actions. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but I or do his think values. Or his values. Right. We we certainly differ on a lot of things, but I do think he is ultimately a good guy yeah, who yeah. deserves deserves to be wanted. And mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. and I think when you're in the position of the lead, you know you're taking on a lot, but your hope is that at the very least, when you make a decision that this person is a person you wanna, you know, be with in some capacity, by that point they won't have stuck around unless they are Willing to do that with you, yes. and uh, that is rough. Yeah, yeah. And I feel for him. It um, was like Brooks yeah. 2.0. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Although you know, remember what happened with Brooks? He left, and then Desiree married the other guy right. who was left, and they yeah. have kids now. So, but that knows? did feel less explicit to me than than this. Yeah, like, it did. yes, definitely. Yeah. I mean, she seemed heartbroken, but it also just seemed really emotional. It's not like she was like, "It was going to be you." Right. 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 Yeah. I, I, exactly. 
But I do think that it was going to be him. Like, I think <laughs> she's think even gonna admitted that later. Has she? I, I Maybe I'm hallucinating I think that. it's the other way around. Yeah. I think she claimed I think it she was said always, it was always yeah. Chris. Mm, I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was torn. I mean, I don't know. It didn't... It You're definitely such a wreck seemed at that point too. super right, super yeah. emotional, but it didn't strike me in the same like to the same extent no, as this, or else I don't not. think they would have been able to have her go on and and go with one of the other guys. Yes, like this, it's like there is there is no chance they can have Colton go and be Proposed like, well, I'll else. settle for one of the other yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. And how could that woman then later watch oh my this God, episode? No, <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely not. Yes. Uh, I love how like Claire's great. Googling this uh, right now. But how, <laughs> how, great, how great would it be if we had someone end end up like happily single? But like ha- like happily, like I'm really satisfied or like I've been dating Brad someone Lomack. else. And I'm Yeah, but I guess he was he was But everyone hated, hated him. Yeah, yeah, that was different, I guess. Yeah. Cause Colton is very sympathetic right now. Yeah. So everyone will support him no matter what. Mm-hmm. For now. Um, (laughs) Charlene, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. This has been a delight. I'm just so glad. I'm glad the fence jump finally happened and it delivered. Really delivered. And now it's time for Feminism Fails. Just Just a couple this week. First, Colton brings up getting the father's permission again, as does Cassie. Uh, we're going to give this one a four. I, I don't think I need to re-explain our stance on this. We went into it a lot last week, so you get the point. Yeah. Uh, next, this is a kind of complicated one. Cassie's dad shows up to essentially tell Cassie that he doesn't approve of her getting engaged to Colton and to sway her decision. Uh There is an element to this that's just being a concerned parent. He clearly knows his daughter very well. He cares about her. And that's all really great. Um, But I do find it troubling uh, how much influence he maintains over his daughter's decisions, that it seems to be uh, given that it's his place as the father of the family to sort of guide her romantic life, even though she's an adult. Um, and I don't think that that's ultimately a healthy model for women's relationships. And so I am going to give that a four, even though, like, this isn't necessarily a personal knock on Cassie or her dad. They seem like very nice, well-meaning people. But I don't think that's a healthy model to perpetuate. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our wonderful guests, Charlene Joint, and of course, our producers, Nick Offenberg and Sarah Patterson. Please subscribe to Here to Make Friends wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a moment of Colton season recaps, especially these last couple of weeks when they'll be coming hot and heavy. And remember to give us a five-star rating and review so other people can find our show. You can give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Here to Make Friends Pod. And you can follow us individually on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emily D. Rose. We'll be back tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow for Women Tell All. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. 
The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.